Nor is a clown. Oh, she's a bitch. I'm just a tea queen. <laughs>
wanted to look over the top and we wanted to be glamorous and like more so than just a, a simple look. Mm -hmm. And artistic and put concepts together and, and make a statement. Right. But still keep it more feminine and not over the top in terms of we're drawing our eyebrows up to our foreheads mm -hmm. and doing over drawn eyes, like a Trixie Mattel kind of situation. Yeah. The first time that we went out to, I remember you oh. put the, the glue, the glue over your eyebrows. Yes. And that is something that drag queens do. do. And mm -hmm. after a while we decided, and I don't think any of us put glue over our eyebrows. Mm -hmm. no. You discovered that you're not a drag queen. You discovered that you were a tea queen. Well, I discovered I have really strong eyebrows and it she takes does. a lot of glue to mm. do that and it was a pain and they're so bushy that when you do that it doesn't look very good like it's not flush with my skin because they're so big oh, and yeah. bushy you so can I, still see them yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you can still see them even though they're caked with glue and makeup <laughs> and everything and so and i didn't want to go the route of shaving yeah. my eyebrows because they're my best feature after all <laughs> well and part of being a drag queen um is the illusion of getting mm -hmm. rid of the eyebrow and then drawing it up higher. Right. Because the, the idea is to make the eye bigger, right? So that's what they do. Right, um, to exaggerate your features. Yeah, because they're on a stage, normally it's at night, so the audience have to see uh, something being over the top and bigger. That's why they wear a lot of, like, Makeup and huge makeup and big hair and big hips and big titties, some of them. It is a different thing when you go out around gay men and straight girls and straight guys out in more public. Right. And dressed up and the response that you get mm -hmm. is really mm -hmm. interesting. And I think our, our culture, our society nowadays is more accepting of um, the non-binary. Mm -hmm. And I think that when people see us, a lot of people think, well, they're somewhere, you know, in the middle or they're non-binary or some of them think that we are actually women. Trans women, yeah. Yeah. And Which it's is very, very fun. Interesting to... Except for Tina. Except for Tina. <laughs> <laughs> like you never Tina, know what she's going to look she's, like. She's the hairy dog. <laughs> and <laughs> by like 9, 10 o'clock, her 5 o'clock shadow <laughs> is coming in. And the pictures, the photos at the end of the evening, she's got a full-on beard. A full beard. I have okay. a full beard. The minute I shave it, it's already back. Yeah. But some people are into that. So. Oh, yeah. And they are. There We're not haters. So interesting how I get a lot of the trans girls come to me to tell me how they're trans girls and how they know, they make it sound like I'm a trans girl. I'm not a trans girl, but they think I've been taking hormones for months or a year when I'm just this beautiful gay boy with a wig and nails and makeup. They, know the they smell the fish and they're like, oh, they're like, uh oh, she's stinky. <laughs> that's, that's some fish if I've ever seen it. There's a certain femininity, though, that you have, Esmeralda, that yeah. um, even as a boy, very pretty boy, and as a girl, very naturally sort of feminine mm -hmm. or effeminate. And yeah. I think um, being okay with that and for you exploring that is kind of a nice thing to... Because I know, even for myself, when I was younger, people thought I was a girl. Mm -hmm. um, my 
whole childhood. And actually, people still think that, girl. Right. And actually, I was going to tell you, today, somebody asked me if I was, if I was trans. Really? Really? If, Just as a boy? Yeah, if I used to be a girl and transitioning <gasps> like, to be a boy. Really? And trans I, man. It didn't shock me, but I, I was sort of complimented by it. I was yeah. like, that's really cool because yeah. I love the fact that people can see in me the femininity and the masculinity. Mm-hmm. Of course. And for, for me, when I was younger, younger, um, when I was born, I have a sister that's a year older than me. And for the first few years of my life, I thought we were twin girls. Oh, and man. I remember when I was three years old and my parents told me I was a boy, I was really upset that really? I was like, but I'm not a boy. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, you're a boy. Right. And I used to wear dresses and wear my sister's clothes. And they were, and my father was like, you cannot wear dresses anymore. And I was yeah. like, but, but why really? can't I wear dresses? And so as I was growing up, I, every Halloween was my excuse to mm-hmm. wear a dress. And every year on Halloween, like Halloween was the only time that I was allowed to wear a dress or allowed myself. Mm. And all my life I was, I was asked if I was a boy or a girl. And, yeah. you know, like I felt very non-binary even as a, as a child. And even, mm-hmm. even now as an adult, I do feel. So I think yeah. doing, being a tea queen for me has helped me to be okay with, myself being mm-hmm. somewhat non-binary exactly. and the more that I dress up I know that I'm a tea queen and we love to dress up but I really enjoy sort of the in-between mm-hmm. for me and there's a lot of things that we do as tea queens that I live with full-time and like getting our nails painted our toenails yes. and you know, acrylic nails and things like that that I live with full time now. And also going to the as as gay man going to the to the store to to the mall and going into the men's section and going, oh okay, I already spent thirty minutes in here. I'm gonna go to the woman's section <laughs> and literally just buying shit from the <laughs> female woman section instead of the men's men's section it's more fun it is we do we used to go shopping and used to go shopping only in the men's and now we go half and half yeah and we buy for us as boys and Mm -hmm. we buy for us as girls and it's really cool because i feel very comfortable now shopping in women's section Mm -hmm. and uh-oh. Even buying stuff that, in my head, I think, if anybody, somebody maybe just thinks I'm a stylist and I'm getting clothes for a model or <laughs> exactly. something. But then, you know, you go into the dressing room and try it on, and, oh, and people yes. are really okay with it now. At yeah. least yeah. they look okay with it. And right. it's, it's also, who cares? Exactly. <laughs> and it, it's not because we're going into a woman's section and buying a dress or buying something that looks like a woman is going to wear it. We're going to wear things that are going to fit better and they have more style to it well and i think a lot of the younger generation now too the the boys the gay boys and in general they're okay with wearing even female clothes and i think that at some point clothing lines should be and yeah. some of them are starting them to are, be yeah. non-gender mm-hmm. oriented and just be for whoever wants to wear it yeah because yeah we do go into the women's section and sometimes we are buying stuff for the tea queens, but sometimes we buy stuff for us as boys that we wear. And, you know, it looks 
it looks good. It fits yeah. your body. Yeah. Um, the wardrobes really kind of meld. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, some things it's like, okay, that's, that's for Tina only, but some <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, I yeah. could use this in a little disco outfit. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Right. The girl well. side of you loans the boy side of you an outfit for the evening. Mm-hmm. We've all done that. So Esmeralda, why were you so excited to, to tea queen? mode or why were you excited to dress up as a Um, girl i think i don't know i think when the idea came to me about doing this and just me doing it with our friend that identifies as a queer slash non-binary it was a little scary because i didn't want to go out with i guess somebody who has this years of experience and i'm coming into this thing as an experiment for her him for them and yeah i think on the beginning it was very scary for me just because i don't know maybe going back to i guess my childhood and thinking i can never be that person i can never put a dress on and a Had wig. you ever dressed up when you were little uh, as a girl? Uh, oh, oh yeah. When I was, I don't know, five, ten, I would put a teacher, a shirt on my hair and flip it like it was hair and put the blankets around my waist and thinking that I was Miss Colombia <laughs> running <laughs> around the room in Colombia. <laughs> and yeah, like growing up with my grandma, it there wasn't ever an issue with that. I don't think I was ever told not to do it until I got to unfortunately have to grow up with my dad. And that was when the whole trauma started where even me, no, no wearing a dress or not even wanting to wear a dress in that point And just the... I guess in his mind, by me being too soft or too feminine, in his mind, he just thought I wanted to be a woman just because I was gay, which is not what I think I want to be either. I don't want to be a a full woman. Well, I think Mm. that's what's really nice about today's culture is that you don't have to be one or the other there's terms like gender fluid Mm -hmm. where you can go back and forth between male female and not necessarily have to be one or the other yeah i think for a lot of trans and t queens there is you know you're very happy and feel very natural dressed as a woman Mm -hmm. but you're also very happy as a boy too right and so it's not something that you want to i know there's some uh, in the trans community that they really want to switch to the different gender because they don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. in as a boy. And so they really want to switch and live full time. But what's interesting, I think about all of us mm-hmm. too, is that I think we all enjoy being boys, Yeah, but right. we really, there's something that and really struck a chord with us being women Oh yeah, that we haven't got being a boy. And I think like mm-hmm. I told you that, I get, there's a certain attention that I get from men, you know, as Sarah Problem, that is completely different than 
what I get as the boy. As Jose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> as Arturo. Um, yeah, no, and that's completely true. Like the, the, the feeling we get and the just the excitement of wanting to dress up and put outfits together and put our looks together and also the idea of like is was Sarah gonna wear today and was Tina gonna wear today and am I gonna be prettier than them? Like <laughs> No <laughs> <laughs> Just all of that comes together from like, you know, like putting the pieces together to like the final look into the moment you put the wig and the nails at the end and you're like, wow, I did this. Like, ooh, I've transformed. I'm hot. I'm, I'm a, a woman. Yes. Can you imagine that that's how girls, when they're all getting ready or they they're getting feel. ready to go out and absolutely in right. town, they all do their looks and they get glammed up. Yes. And there's a part of that that as a boy you oh. do, but you don't really get to do yeah. like when you're you don't a girl. go that stream. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's it's why it's not as big of a difference. And I think that's why we enjoy so much being boys too, because we're gay boys. We are extra, but we can be lazy too. Oh, like, oh, we're so lazy. Bitch. <laughs> Sometimes we don't care. We just want to wear tennis shoes and be lazy, and yeah. So doing this, having the opportunity to do this once in a while, it has been so much fun. Because right. it, it is a it, lot of work. It's getting a lot ready. of work. It's a lot of work and takes how many hours would you say it takes to five? get? Yeah. Yeah. Like every time we do it, I would say it takes. Like well, I think five. Tina starts well, the night before. Yeah. <laughs> some some of us are hairier than some the others. Some of them need a um, lot of work. So we've got to get the weed whacker out. <laughs> well, the first night, the first time we got ready, how long? Oh, gosh. Seven? Seven hours. Seven at hours. Least. The and first that was with times. makeup artists. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. We had, yeah. We had some people helping my, us. Right. Yeah. My my good friend helped me with my makeup oh, the first yes. time. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Because yeah, we, we had no clue. Idea. Yeah. About <laughs> it. And it's something that we we've started to learn more and more because. And, and then we had to teach ourselves because, wow, we can't afford some of these makeup <laughs> artists. We're like, well, how much I, is it? I <laughs> still <laughs> think every time I see you, Tina, I still think you are lying to us and I don't appreciate that. I still think you're paying somebody <gasps> to do your makeup. Oh my God. I don't believe you do your own makeup every time we go out. The last few times, at oh least. Oh my God. Wait, okay, let the Except record reflect. for the time the where you had time. the big holes in your eye hole. No, in you your mean, eye hole. <laughs> in my eye hole. She means somebody who does clown makeup. Guys, <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd say, wow, I'm glad we have it on recording the first time. Esmeralda has been nice to me ever. Oh, <laughs> I'm always nice to you. I'm, kidding, I'm, I'm just kidding, doing it because are. of the viewers. I don't want them to know I'm... <laughs> this person when I'm <laughs> a monster <laughs> no definitely yeah like you have gotten so much better them youtube tutorials y'all the they ones really that you're watching it. about me no the They're ones on you? clown makeup <laughs> that's how i learn i'm like okay mm. soft you google soft clown makeup like okay I'm lighter on the red nose this time <laughs> <laughs> so you have watched tutorials about oh, makeup yeah 100 percent. have you, you guys not esmeralda I think I only watched the the, the first just one. two times. I only watched one, and the rest is me. Uh, but I didn't <laughs> like it. I didn't like. I don't know. I tried what they were telling me, but I didn't like it. Mm. I say, you know what? I'm gonna do it differently. So yeah, yeah. 
You know, that's surprising to hear because every time I see you, I'm like, oh, I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I need to start watching more videos. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) No, and it's funny, too, because um, every time I do my makeup, I also discover something new. Mm. I discover, oh, maybe I should go up this time. Maybe I should do this this time. And you're just so used to going down. Work. I'm so used to going down. (laughs) For once, I went up. No, yeah, it is. like I, I watch a variety. I was watching one kind of consistently and I was like, you know, I'm going to try a different one. And then I looked up some like boy to female kind of makeup and, and you learn different tips and tricks from each one. Maybe mm-hmm. not everyone is going to fit you specifically, but some are going to give you those tricks of like, maybe wow. I should go up this time. Maybe I should blend the concealer all the way out to mm-hmm. like my like... So- Yeah, to long and bring it up. Like you just learn different tips and tricks. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Serve responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Drink some water. After you buy all the vodka. Order your serve vodka. We're back. We're back, bitches. We're back. What is this? What do you give me? Are so you to I poured me? all the ladies some serve vodka. Yeah. I poured the Manila Luzon pineapple for myself. Yummy. The Trinity the Tuck mixed berry for Miss Esmeralda. Ooh. And for Miss Sarah Problem, I got her the Monet Exchange green apple. Yes. Mm. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. 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 Let's see. I never had this before. Delicious. Woo. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Girl, is that pineapple? That was so delicious. That, that was, was good, right? Green apple. It goes smoothly. It's Very so smooth. smooth. Yeah. I, I love have, it. I have to drink mine like three portions because I'm not that Oh, because you're a lady. Much of a drinker. Yeah. So my question for you, Tina, is I've always wanted to know. You were excited as we all were, to dress up for the first time. But why did you... Because we talked about it so much. We talked about it for a while. And we were like, we have to do this. We have to do our we have to do it. night. We have to do our, our tea girl night, is what we were calling it at the time. Yeah. I mean, I've always kind of had, I think, an interest in the feminine figure and fashion. I've always had a real appreciation for it. But when are you going to bring any of those out? <laughs> <laughs> So I'd play video games all the time, actually, and I'd make girl characters just because mm-hmm. I thought they were so sickening. And I was like, yes, I'm going to be the baddest are. bitch in this like virtual world. I think for a lot of T-girls, that's their first yes. thing is being female characters in yeah. video games. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, and it's an escape from reality. It's you yeah. can live and be whoever you want. Yeah in it and I think that's really exciting and fun and so I would spend hours and hours I mean I didn't really like I was in I grew up in the middle of nowhere so there wasn't really anywhere to go or anything to do so yeah. I was just always on the computer like doing that and getting sickening armor and stuff <laughs> and just being fierce so yes. when this opportunity came up for us to do this kind of in person mm-hmm. I was like yeah let's do it it was 
with you guys and, mm -hmm. and so it was like a no-brainer of just like yeah let's go for it let's let's be silly and fun let's like dress up it is so much fun <laughs> like just watching you girls flirt with other guys that are so hot and just like taking photos with these guys or them having you buy it buy you a drink right. It's like, what the hell? You, this is you, working. You do it too, though, girl. Ooh. Girl. Mm -hmm. Well, that is one thing that I did notice about Tina's um, dressing up is that every time I don't know what to expect. And sometimes <laughs> I'm like, this is, you know, we FaceTime each other as we're getting ready. And I'm like, mm -hmm. she's going to look like a clown. Yeah. <laughs> and she's she something. Does. But then she you, you present like a look and you can tell that you've thought out your look mm -hmm. and it's kind of like it is very high fashion oh like statements that yeah. are uh, interesting very good <laughs> that are interesting <laughs> that are interesting <laughs> and i give you credit for that because yeah you know like you definitely have these like Crazy like i said ideas. sometimes yes. kentucky derby sometimes like <laughs> sunflower girl running through the clover like with your flip-flops and it's just <laughs> that was we got miss peacock okay that night i hated you you walking around with your flip-flops like dora the explorer literally like moving me out of the way while i'm wearing high heels holding a cocktail holding my mm. purse and you're just walking around flipping your your sandals back exactly. and forth. Exactly. Any drag queen knows the rule is you don't wear flip-flops. No, you don't. On I told her to stay home. I had she an issue that, no, okay, first of all, you pressured me to go out that night. I was like, no, I don't feel like it. I can't do it. And you're like, no, just wear flats. Like, it'll be fine. Yeah, Even but that doesn't mean you have feet. to behave like a five-year-old girl running around. When I'm in flats, no, looking bitch. like a five-year-old girl, of course I'm going to behave like one. You always look like a five-year-old girl. <laughs> but act like a lady. Okay, but you don't feel as fierce and fishy and feminine and when you're you know on what? heels. And that's, so you can run around the club. That's <laughs> why nobody bought you a drink. You didn't have any it, guys talking to you. I know. And I was it was frustrating. I was like, I got to run. I got to go. <laughs> before before midnight. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> She a was rat. like a toddler running a around. Yeah, it's more like a rat running around the club. <laughs> it's like, it's and like you eleven fifty nine. It's like, come on, like we're moving here. Like, honey, we turn into flowers after midnight. Uh, rotten ass ones. <laughs> that one that like smells like death and decay. <laughs> I think another thing on all three of our listeners' minds: what is the purpose? Why did we? embark on this project in the day and age of everyone having their own podcast why are we doing this yeah i i think that over the last little while and the year that we've been doing tea queens a lot of people have come to us and asked us a lot of questions and it doesn't seem like that there's a lot of information out there for right. people i've had so many people come up to me and ask me questions about, you know, not only what a tea queen is, but everything in between, everything associated with the non-binary, the, the gender fluid, transgender, everything. So I think for me, I feel like one thing that I want to do is just explore all the topics, everything from male to female and everything in between and get into the weeds about stuff and have some fun talking about it. Yeah. I love that. In terms of kind of podcast, 
there's not really anything out there that kind of addresses any of this stuff. And I, I want this to kind of be more of a resource for those people who are feeling uncomfortable with who they are. I want us to kind of be able to speak to what it's like to maybe not necessarily feel like you fit in and maybe you feel a little bit out of the norm and let others know that, I mean, you're not alone. That's something I think we've all kind of dealt with growing up. I think it definitely is getting better, but there are places in where it's not. And I want to be a voice to let others know that you're not alone. When you feel so different, and especially in your own community, especially if you're in kind of a more rural area where there aren't many people to begin with, much less people who are like you and you're feeling a little bit weird about the body you're growing up in or you're not alone there are more people out there and just to kind of help help us share our lessons that we've learned along the way and the lessons we continue to learn yeah Yeah. it's okay to define and it's okay to not define who you Mm -hmm. are and to be fine with it esmeralda was the one that pushed a lot of this forward so hard and we resisted at first because I thought it was going to be like, you know, wrangling up to juvenile delinquents. <laughs> which it is sometimes. Which it is. <laughs> and that I would be the, the madam of this house. <laughs> but you guys have both come with a lot of interesting information. So yeah. what do you, Esmeralda, want to get out of this? Well, I think when I came with this idea, I just knew it was going to impact either our community or somebody out there. I knew that we have already this platform of us being gay and us doing this and knowing that there can be other people that can relate like us and just the idea of of helping somebody or the idea of clearing somebody's perspective or idea on how they see themselves or what they want to be I think is is my goal, and I really want to educate people. I think we're going to bring a lot of interesting subjects. We're going to help a lot of people. We're going to teach a lot of people. We're going to have a lot of amazing guests coming up. We have an amazing lineup of interesting people that are going to come by and talk to us and talk to you guys about their experiences. We're going to talk with trans men, trans woman, straight men, straight woman, everything. Like this show is not about being black or white. This is about being everything, every color. Like Sarah was saying, there's people that ask us about what's the right way to call this person, what's the appropriate way to tell this person they are this and we know the answers, but we, we don't know the answers to. So having somebody that can come and clear that up for you listeners and for us is what we want to do. And I think it's going to impact a lot of people and it's going to help a lot of people. Every age, we are all in our 20s. And <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone that is listening to... Feel free to message us on Instagram or email madamhousepodcast at gmail.com. Email us, message us. If you have a story that you want to share with us. Or a question. Or a question. And I think part of 
what I'm looking forward to is listener questions. Yes, I'm excited for I'm that. I'm also looking forward to maybe a little community that we can build and just mm-hmm. be kind of a, a safe haven and safe space for anyone who does have questions or yes. a place where they can maybe find people who are feeling like them mm-hmm. or they've they want to explore kind of themselves or, or they know that there's something about them that's a little different. I think also having fun doing it. Yeah. That's the that's main goal. Role. We're going to have a good time doing these. We have a good time. And I think that's one thing that we bring to this is that we enjoy being around each other and having fun with each other, making fun, making of, each fun other. of each other. But also, <laughs> you know, we, d- we love what we're doing and we love being around each other. And obviously, we don't want to cross boundaries. Everything that we say is going to come out with respect. We are not doing this to insult anyone out there or any community out there. We just insult each other. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what we do. We are just cross-dressers having fun, having a good time, and talking shit about each other. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. See you on the next episode. Thank you.